Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. March 22, 1968. Robert F. Kennedy announces the publication of a revised To Seek a Newer World. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. On this date in 1968, a week after he announced his candidacy for president against Lyndon Johnson, Robert F. Kennedy arranged for the publication of a new paperback edition of a book of his essays and speeches on the issues of the day. Kennedy had initially published the book in November of 1967. To be included in the new edition, his presidential announcement address from March 16th. In that statement, he said, I am today announcing my candidacy for the presidency of the United States. I do not run for the presidency merely to oppose any man, but to propose new policies. I run because I am convinced that this country is on a perilous course and because I have such strong feelings about what must be done, and I feel that I'm obliged to do all that I can. I run to seek new policies, policies to end the bloodshed in Vietnam and in our cities, policies to close the gaps that now exist between black and white between rich and poor, between young and old, in this country and around the rest of the world. I run for the presidency because I want the Democratic Party and the United States of America to stand for hope instead of despair, for reconciliation of men instead of the growing risk of world war. I run because it is now unmistakably clear that we can change these disastrous, divisive policies only by changing the men who are now making them. For the reality of recent events in Vietnam has been glossed over with illusions. The report of the riot commission has been largely ignored. The crisis in gold, the crisis in our cities, the crisis in our farms and in our ghettos have all been met with too little and too late. No one who knows what I know about the extraordinary demands of the presidency can be certain that any mortal can adequately fill that position. But my service in the National Security Council during the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Berlin Crisis of 1961 and 1962, and later the negotiations on Laos and the Nuclear Test Ban Treaty, have taught me something about both the uses and limitations of military power, about the opportunities and the dangers which await our nation in many corners of the globe in which I have traveled. As a member of the Cabinet and a member of the Senate, I have seen the inexcusable and ugly deprivation which causes children to starve in Mississippi black citizens to riot in Watts, young Indians to commit suicide on their reservations because they've lacked all hope, 
and they feel they have no future, and proud and able-bodied families to wait out their lives in empty idleness in eastern Kentucky. I have traveled and I have listened to the young people of our nation and felt their anger about the war that they are sent to fight and about the world they are about to inherit. In private talks and in public, I have tried in vain to alter our course in Vietnam before it further saps our spirit and our manpower, further raises the risks of wider war, and further destroys the country and the people it was meant to save. I cannot stand aside from the contest that will decide our nation's future and our children's future. The remarkable New Hampshire campaign of Senator Eugene McCarthy has proven how deep are the present divisions within our party and within our country. Until that was publicly clear, my presence in the race would have been seen as a clash of personalities rather than issues. But now that the fight is on and over policies which I have long been challenging, I must enter the race. The fight is just beginning, and I believe that I can win. Finally, my decision reflects no personal animosity or disrespect toward President Johnson. He served President Kennedy with the utmost loyalty and was extremely kind to me and members of my family in the difficult months which followed the events of November of 1963. I have often commended his efforts in health, in education, and in many other areas, and I have the deepest sympathy for the burden that he carries today. But the issue is not personal. It is our profound differences over where we are heading and what we want to accomplish. I do not lightly dismiss the dangers and the difficulties of challenging an incumbent president. But these are not ordinary times, and this is not an ordinary election. At stake is not simply the leadership of our party and even our country. It is our right to moral leadership of this planet. So said Robert Kennedy. And so began a tumultuous and tragic final chapter. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Hey, Mama, we see you. All the visible and invisible work you do for others and yourself. That's why this Mother's Day, the Meditation for Women podcast has a special free guided meditation just for you. Stay to listen to hundreds of guided meditations available for you. Some to help you sleep, start your day, release anxiety, and tune into your intuition. Listen to Meditation for Women on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.